Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It's the news. Welcome to the news. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our weekly roundup of all the news, tidbits, juicy bits from the wrestling world today. I'm Troy and this is Jay. How are you? Oh, it's, I'm alright. I'm alright. Good <laughs> Quite a bit to get through today. Yeah, last week it felt like there wasn't much at all, and neither did the week before, and this week it feels like there's just loads. Yeah, but so, should we just get right in, into it? Let's get right in, let's get it's among it. <laughs> um, so, um, PW Insiders claim that the reason the cameras missed when Bailey was eliminated from the Royal Rumble was that it was actually earlier than she was meant to be eliminated, and it was a bit of a fuck up on her part. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, that would explain because obviously they'd like done like that big sort of storyline with Bianca and Bailey going into yeah, yeah. It just the rumble. Did think it felt a bit kind of underwhelming almost. Yeah, but makes sense now. Um, yeah, they, they did also mention that was the only kind of like sort of gaff that was on on the thing. Um, okay. Yeah, it seemed to well felt like it ran smoothly. Obviously, we don't know the the ins and the outs of backstage stuff, but it was a great great pay per view. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, Fightful Select have also revealed that um, there was only actually three names that were pulled from um, the actual run match, okay. and they were um, obviously Keith Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Robert Roode, and I've forgotten the other person. So I've not really. Was Mia Yim pulled from it because of Keith Lee? Oh yeah, that's yeah. it, Mia Yim. Um, but every, everyone else competed as normal. Um, what else we got here? So Braun Strowman's revealed on his Instagram that uh, he's actually off. The reason he's still off TV at the moment is because he's got a blood infection, um, and that he lost fifteen pounds in five days because of it. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he's wrong. That cleared up soon. That doesn't yeah. sound too pleasant. Um, what else we got here? Wrestle votes have been have reported that WWE are delaying the sale of WrestleMania tickets so they can figure out uh, what would be a safe attendance number and a way to safely bring fans to the to and from the events and obviously not get, like create like a sort of super spreader. Mm-hmm. Um They've uh, apparently had like officials within Tampa right. uh, for the Super Bowl because obviously it's the same place. Yeah, yeah. And they they've studied like what was done at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. basically. Use that as a blueprint sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Like obviously they're sort of they're going forward with it all um, mm. as to what they're gonna do. Like I I remember. Um, I remember, and this leads into something that you've got on your notes. Mm-hmm. Um, them talking about like the cardboard cutouts and that. That's it. At the start of the pandemic, they were like dead against it, weren't they? Yeah. And then when this he... week, they see the Super Bowl and they're like, "Yeah, we'll definitely discuss that." Yeah. I was but... watching the Super Bowl and was like, 
I thought they were only filling that to like a certain capacity. It's like, why mm-hmm. does it look yeah. full? But it was the cutouts. So they, from a visual perspective, they served their job. But it, it looked yeah. good. Um, so yeah, it def- definitely, it it would definitely, I think, benefit. I mean, I I think even even when they did like the performance center shows and they had like because they they originally had like stands put on Adney because they'd done yeah. like an an NXT from the performance center like the mm. week before it all kicked off. Yeah, yeah. So they they could have feasibly done it then, but obviously Vince mm. is a stubborn old man. Doesn't like that. <laughs> So um, the thing is with that, with those cutouts, like it's it's a massive money making thing for them. Like imagine that because they, they've been doing it at the at the football over here, haven't they? Or for, for any American listeners, like the, the soccer over here, and a lot of the stadiums, certainly in the in the Premier League, they've had cutouts of fans and stuff. So they'll be like the season ticket holders where they've had their image like on one of the chairs, their designated seat. Imagine for WWE, you go right you. You pay however much for your cutout in one of the seats in the stadium. It's all branded yeah. with the WrestleMania stuff, and then they send it out to you afterwards. People are paid for that. They still make money off people, even if there's only twenty percent attendance in there. By having those, people love all that sort yeah. of stuff. I'd probably be fucking. I'd buy it up if I was, if it was available. <laughs> but I'm a sap like that. <laughs> hey, fucking mug. Um, <laughs> so I've got. Uh... Three more bits. One's a bit more of a sort of downbeat one, so I'll do that first, and then I'll do. I've got two. I like, kind of feel good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so yesterday, fight as time recording. So Friday, just before SmackDown, um, Fightful Select reported that WWE held a meeting. At, it upset a lot of people. Um, promotions, raises, and bonuses were being frozen by the company for employees, i.e., production staff, uh, people who work at the head office. Um, Damn. Basically, basically not wrestlers. Um, yeah, because they're not employees; they're independent contractors. Um, of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so all like prom- promotions, raises, and bonuses are being frozen, despite the company recording all-time high profits and revenue. I was um, gonna say, like last quarter, like quarter of last year, it was all-time high. It's mental. Can't, can't record like record highs if you are giving people bonuses can you I guess Fuck's um scumbags <laughs> <laughs> um WrestleVotes then went on to add oh, my alarm's just going off I forgot to turn that off WrestleVotes <laughs> um went on to add that um everyone from wrestlers to road crew to production staff last night were unhappy and straight up angry about it um backstage at Smackdown and that the sort of like ill feeling towards the company was at an all-time high. Bloody hell. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but it's it's mad, isn't it? Like off the back of the rumble, there were reports coming out looked like the, the, the mood was really high and everyone yeah. was really happy, like wrestlers and staff. And then within weeks, it's just like it it's it's like they they get they get the wrestlers like and stuff like finally to a position where oh yeah good everyone's happy to be everyone's happy away. we're doing the right thing and how can we fuck that up <laughs> yeah. how can we fuck yeah. that up as quickly and as efficiently yeah, as possible <laughs> let's not give out any bonuses it's... let's fuck everyone over the people that are grafting like 300 yeah. plus days a year it's baffling isn't it yeah. it really is um just like the like as well. I, I mean, I know obviously Andrew Young's like mentioned that he's going to investigate it once he gets mm. once he gets the chance to. But 
how it's not happened sooner. Like how it's mad, isn't it? Because like surely the I mean, I know it's not technically illegal the whole taking the bonuses and raises and promotions off people, but surely like the whole independent contractors thing is like mm. definitely got like some pretty massively illegal things oh, the way they're like there's yeah there's something like there the that... and stuff like the third party exactly. thing i was like well if they're not employees that's that sounds massively illegal to me mm. and then especially sacking them for it but yeah yeah it's mad like it's just different country I, i'm thinking of like UK that's world. the thing exactly yeah and it could be different i don't know how it works and like state to state they have different laws don't they so yeah um yeah it's anyone's guess but from the American outside just want to let us know yeah, fill us yeah. A, like fill, give us a bit of light on this situation mm. please do so certainly from the outside looking in it's not it doesn't seem above board if you like but you know like yeah. i say we don't know laws rules legislation so i mean it wouldn't be like wwe to fucking break the law with it <laughs> breaking the law <laughs> I'm looking at you, steroid trial. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So on some good news now anyway, because that was pretty shit. Um, This week, Eric from the Viking Raiders and Sarah Logan welcomed a baby boy, Raymond Cash Rowe. And yeah, obviously she uh, was released and then shortly after revealed she was pregnant. Um, And... um, He's not really been doing much because obviously Ivar's off him. Um, Ivar's fucked his neck. Poor sad. Yeah, um, congrats, though. Great news. Well, congratulations are in order, indeed. Yeah. Uh, they're also in order for Miriam and Keith Lee, who have announced their engagement a couple of days oh, ago. Oh yeah. Um, this is great. This is great news. Yeah, I like both. Of them. Wholesome, wholesome news. Wholesome content we need That's in the it. world. Yeah, the world's in a bit of a dark place. Yeah, this is um, awesome. Good news. Congrats to them. Yeah, and that's my WWE stuff. Do you want to run us through your story? Yes, mate. Uh, so kicking off with, we spoke about the release of Steve Cutler last week. Um, according to Wrestling Observer Radio, Steve Cutler's release led to WWE dropping a plan program that would have seen him, uh, King Corbin and Wesley Blake feud with Dominic and Rey Mysterio and Buddy Murphy. Um, that, I mean, that's where it felt like it was going before. And I think that's why we're getting this whole Corbin uh, and Dom and Ray, these two-on-ones, one-on-ones and stuff like that. Um, it's a shame, like we said the other week, the situation around his release seemed pretty shitty. Um, but it's a shame because I think Corbin at this point would kind of benefit from having a couple of people <laughs> and building some sort of like stable. And that was clearly where it was going. Um and obviously we're not getting that now, but it's shit because kind of, I guess Cutler and, and Blake were caught up in that whole thing with Riker and, and, and taken off TV. And of, of all of them, Riker's the only one that's there now on TV. Like how shit is that? Yeah. But it baffles me that Riker managed to keep his job. Um, Cutler gets and fired and Blake's just Cutler not seen on TV. For, for doing something like irresponsible. I'm not, I'm not condoning what Cutler did. Um, but I, this is the thing as well. So apparently, the, the party he went to was like hosted by uh, Matt Cardona and no, <laughs> Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Um, oh, okay. 
and because it was meant to be their wedding right but because of covid they've postponed the wedding they just had like a new year's get together but mm. there was literally like wrestle like more more wrestlers than just him in um from yeah. WWE there there was wrestlers from AEW and Impact there as well obviously his um his real life girlfriend Diana Perrazzo who's the mm. Impact women's champion yeah um it feels it, like sorry go on well i was going to say apparently it was like he was like sort of used as a scapegoat for it yeah that's Make what I was about example. to say. It it feels like they were just looking for any excuse to release. Like they had nothing for him, and it was like, okay, well, this is something we can use to release him because, like you say, there's numerous other people in the company that are very uh, expressive about, let's say, their views on everything and mm. what they do outside of wrestling, how they conduct themselves. But clearly, those people are seen as a higher position in the company or more worth in the company. So they're not getting that same treatment. Whereas, with, like you say, it just feels like he's been used as a bit of a scapegoat. So, pretty shitty. Really shitty, actually. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Moving on. Uh, WWE, apparently, uh, it says here, still moving head to a new headquarters. I didn't realize there were plans for that. Um, but according to it the announced staff, that like ages ago, like before the pandemic. Oh. It's been a long year. <laughs> yeah. But according to the Stanford Advocate, um, they're keeping quiet about when the move will take place to said headquarters. Um, I, what, was there a reason why? I, like I said, I don't remember them announcing it before. Um, they just need a bigger vault for Vince to have like a Scrooge McDuck um, like, <laughs> room full of like gold coins to swim in. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Outstanding. <laughs> Moving on, Edge told Sporting News recently that Christian was actually cleared a few months ago. I know we spoke about it the other week or maybe the week before that apparently he was cleared that week or within a few days of the Rumble. Uh, but yeah, Edge has told Sporting News recently this week uh, that he was actually cleared several months ago. Um, I'm still intrigued as to whether they how they're going to use if they're going to use him if it was a one and done um it seems like we're going to maybe see another appearance later down the road i, I get the impression we're getting a mania match with him and biggie the, oh, the pair yes. of the pair of them have been really hamming up the whole like christian running in the continental title shot yeah um and like his last match so i think he's been like really like fighting for it so i, I get the impression yeah that um that's where we're going, which I'd, I'd be cool with. Awesome. Yeah. So they'd have a very, very good match. I do as well. Ah, good stuff. Good guy, Christian. Good guy, Biggie. Um, moving on. In an interview with Forbes, WWE president Nick Khan confirmed that the company is interested in bringing in Cardi B. Fuck all the way off. Yeah. I, I, I saw his comments about this. It does. It, it does like make sense. This is the weird thing about it. Like, go on, enlighten me. Because he, he was he was using the bad bunny thing as an example. So he said, obviously, because musicians can't tour at the moment, mm. they're more available. So if they want to bring them in for some kind of like storyline, they're going to be able to appear every week. Because yeah, I get that. They, but there's he can do. There are it, it, definitely definitely better musicians in the world yeah. than Cardi B. <laughs> but I, I suppose it, it all depends on like how they're being used and stuff like that, doesn't it? And like 
I mean, look, look at it this way. Bad Bunny has created a buzz for WWE. Um, yeah, massively. That there's a lot of like sort of crossover appeal for them to do this stuff. Mm. As much as it's not really for me, it does make sense. Yeah, and I I do get that. I just I've no time for Cardi B. I've, I've <laughs> I don't mind them bringing in musicians, celebrities, or whatever to kind of like boost their stock and get some more eyes on the products. Like I'm all for that. I think it's really good, and I've been very positive in the last week, few weeks, saying like not Cardi I think B. this. <laughs> just not Cardi B, but just about Bad Bunny being on on TV and it being yeah. a good thing. Like like you say, he's getting eyes on the product. He's shifting merch and stuff. It's cool. I just think Cardi B's a fucking blurt. The B stands for blurt. Moving on. <laughs> Fightful Select, sticking with musicians and Bad Bunny, um, says that he has bought in more than $500,000 in sales for WWE and is a big reason that they want to keep him around till WrestleMania. So exactly what you were saying a moment ago. Well, yeah, they, they were meant to bring out like a limited run of T-shirts, sold out all of them and then released a new fucking line of them. So it's mental. I'm gonna get one. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna get one after we finish recording this because it is a good shirt. I really like it. Yeah, there's some there's some nice uh, designs that they've got for. Um, yeah, shame we don't do that for like the actual wrestlers. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sticking... Some of the some of the shite shirts they put out. That's toss, mate. Awful. Like they've mocked them up on Microsoft Paint. Yeah, it's like a ten year old that's done it. <laughs> uh, sticking with Bad Bunny um, he could be starting a trend um, from the looks of uh, Bow, Little Bow Wow or just Bow Wow now as he is the, the rapper who tweeted this week that he plans to wrestle for WWE after his next album comes out he wants to team with Rey Mysterio and apparently is already starting some Twitter beef with Retribution don't I go after do Retribution T-Bar will yeah. eviscerate you on Twitter you don't, you don't want to do that Retribution will make you look like a dickhead <laughs> don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Saying again, that, it's... I couldn't see. Uh, sorry, I could see that happening. Didn't I feel like he's done some like stuff in wrestling before? Mm, I hey, don't know when. But are you I'm thinking fairly... of his uncle Snoop Dogg? <laughs> well, no. I mean that that'll be his like that'll be his way in, won't it? Because obviously mm. Sasha Banks is there and the family. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm sure, like when maybe even when he was little, Bow Wow either shown up in WWE or WCW. Okay, back in like the nineties, probably WCW. Probably they, they loved all that shit. For anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on, a creative pitch for last month's Royal Rumble, Men's Royal Rumble event, uh, would have seen members of Retribution um, assisting Mustafa Ali. Um, it didn't happen. Omos did a similar thing to help AJ Styles in being that kind of outside interference. I said this before the Rumble, and I think we spoke about it and and kind of recreating that CM Punk thing where he had the Nexus yeah. come in there. He just sat and cut a promo. I'd have loved to have seen it. That would it's, have been good. It's a shame to hear that there was a pitch for it. And, well, it's mm. nice to hear there was, but shame it didn't pull off. Um, yeah, that being said, been I, perfect. Thought, I thought... Both Rumble matches this year were pretty much executed perfectly for what oh, they were. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not to so, say that it was I'm, shit I'm not too, this. I'm not too disheartened about it, but I do get, I do see your point. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I thought two of the best Rumble matches, uh, men's, women's, we've seen in a in a good while. Really, really exciting. Considering the circumstance around everything, 
um, it was a fucking sterling job. Really, really good. Um, according to The Observer, um, they mentioned that Rhea Ripley could end up on SmackDown as a member of its roster. They did say a little earlier in the week that was speculation she could show up there this Friday just past. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, but her debut on there has got to be imminent, surely, next week. Or yeah. maybe at the Elimination Chamber. I, I wouldn't mind yes. the showing up at the pay-per-view. Um, yeah. it, it's weird, isn't it? Like, I was thinking about this with, uh, obviously, on SmackDown last night, Rollins returned, and, like, he returned the Rumble, and then they, they hyped up, like, this big return for him. I was like, well, yeah. why, why didn't you just have him just show up, like, on SmackDown after Rumble? Same, exactly. Same with Braun. Obviously, we know why now Braun yeah. um, has been out of action, and with Rhea, it was one where they like if they're pushing her that hard, mm. and that she's like that, she's being like presented as that bigger star. Then, why would you keep her off television? Mm. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you have her on like TV? Put like because let's look at it this way: Raw, their top women's feud at the moment, fucking Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans, and it's crap, it's pish. So. At least if you put Rhea Ripley in there, you've got someone good. Mm. Yeah. Someone that people gravitate to, someone that people enjoy. Yeah, and screen. that's the other thing. People fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. She's excellent. So yeah. just get her on there. Quick fucking on, smart. Play the game, WWE. <laughs> yeah. And my last little bit of WWE news, um, sticking with things coming from the Wrestling Observer. They say that Shinsuke Nakamura has now been told that his role going forward is to make new stars. Come on. This is fucking Shinsuke Nakamura. What do you mean, make new stars? He no. is a star. Give him you a know, title. Would, you know, it would make new stars. Give him a fucking world title run, and then he, they beat, Then when they're beating him, they're beating a fucking former exactly. world champion. Exactly. Oh, disappointment. Saying that, he's got his old music back. That's nice. I'm happy with yeah. that. He stopped wrestling with that weird waistcoat on. I'm happy about that. And he's still got his massive fucking cape. And I'm happy about that. So, I mean, there's some yeah. positives, but yeah, come on. Yeah. He's better I mean, than that. It's, it's one of those things, I guess, that I feel like they did kind of miss the boat on him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he, when, he run the, when he won the Rumble. Like, I... Obviously, Rumble's just gone. I, I rewatched it because it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, and the pop when he wins, it's one of the biggest I've ever had. Fucking for a Rumble win. Especially because he eliminated Roman last. He as eliminated well. Cena and Roman back to yeah. back to, to win it. It was like, how, how could you have that like more perfect fucking. If there was ever a time to pull the welcome trigger. Welcome to the air party. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Well, it's all right. Typical WWE in it and typical what if, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I just have to remind myself of how good he is. Watch his match against Sammy in NXT. Yeah. And yeah. all of his NXT run, basically. Just watch some of his matches in New Japan and just oh, and that. sad that they brought him in for that. <laughs> <laughs> they did That's... him like that. <laughs> That's all of my WWE stuff. Um, what do you want to do next? We'll go to NXT. Um, should we do NXT? Because I've give you that one bit and then I've Ooh. got. So, I've yeah. got a couple of bits. If you want to do your one first, and then I'll yeah. 
bowler with that. So Davy Boy Smith Jr., uh, obviously son of the British Bulldog, has revealed that he's been talking to WWE about a return. He said his initial plan was for him to go to NXT, but with the pandemic, he thinks he'll probably go to NXT. Uh, sorry, yeah, to go to NXT UK, rather. But with the pandemic, he thinks uh, he'll probably just go to NXT as he lives in Tampa anyway. Uh, he became a free agent in December of last year, 2020. That'd be awesome. I mean, it would have been cool to see him on NXT UK. Really, it would really be very cool to see him on NXT UK involved. That I reckon would be a big, yeah, big me castle match. Wouldn't yeah, it? that's not to say that he won't somewhere down the line. It makes perfect sense for him to go there at some point. But he, again, he, makes sense he, if he lives in Tampa. Yeah, he'd be a good fit to NXT though. I mean, they've, they've mm. not really got anyone like him. Mm. Um, that like high up the card. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean. They've got Cross, who's like a big guy, but obviously he seems destined for bigger and better things, and mm. um, sooner rather than later as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it'd be it'd be a good acquisition. Um, yeah. I, I was very surprised when they released him because I thought he was like I was going to say it, there was a lot of like untapped potential there. Mm. See, he, he tagged with Tyson Kidd, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he tagged with Lance Archer in Japan as part of a. Oh yeah, Killer Elite Squad, one of Killer my favourite tag teams because they just went and power bombed everybody all the time. <laughs> Killer bombing everyone. <laughs> Lance Archer spitting water at people. It's great. <laughs> Can't Lovely couldn't stuff. do that now, mate. Different time. Different, different time. time, mate. Different time. Um, <laughs> uh, what have you got, NXT wise? Um, I've got a few bits. So Brian Alvarez has reported that. Um, I, I did mention this on our NXT podcast that we put up last night. Um, that Cam- sorry. Cameron Grimes <laughs> um, is new. Oh, I've just set the dog off doing that. <laughs> 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 fucking metal. Um, um, his new gimmick is actually based on the fact that he legitimately made a ton of money during the game stonk stock boom. Um, apparently, he so the stocks he was buying were $13 um, each. Damn. And they... I think they doubled in price. So he basically sold them. Like he bought a load and then doubled his money. Yeah, yeah. Um, fair play. So yeah, good on good on Cameron Grimes. Good I, on him. It's I, a great I said I said it was my high point on NXT o- over yeah. some of like, the incredible tag matches we got mm. got this week. And uh I said I love the whole redneck million dollar man thing more obviously. So good. So good. Brilliant. Um <laughs> WWE have also uh, revealed, well, they haven't revealed, sorry, uh, Fightful Selective revealed that WWE have signed Christian Casanova. He's a seven-year-old, uh, seven-year-old, seven-year <laughs> veteran. Um, he's not seven years old. I was going to say, what? It's just <laughs> a new division. <laughs> yeah, um, the baby division, apparently. Um, and he's uh, he's appeared for GCW Beyond Wrestling and Evolve. I'm, I've heard the name. I'm not too familiar with this work. No, um, same. The name rings a bell, but... No idea but about the guy. I've I've only heard good things about him, so it seems like another good signing. Um, yeah. Triple H also did his NXT Takeover Vengeance Day press conference. There usually, usually for press conferences for Takeover, Triple H tends to kind of pull the curtain back a bit and he gives away a lot of information that you wouldn't necessarily expect him to. Yeah. Um, so he, he he's usually pretty good for dropping like one or two things. You're wait what? Um, <laughs> Hold up a minute what? And Big Daddy Paul hasn't let us down this time. Um, 
So there was three big points that I took away from this. Um, first one being that uh, there's currently internal discussions being had about adding a second women's title to NXT. Oh. Because obviously they've got enough depth in the roster to be able to do that. Um, so like a mid-card title? Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much women, I guess the North American. More, yeah, more or less a women's North American title, like I assume Sweet. is what they're going for. Um, That's cool. Yeah, he also said that there's been discussions about NXT matches being on the WrestleMania card. Yeah. Um, and that would be across both days and it could potentially be like two or three matches. Um, nice. Obviously, WrestleVotes reported the big one being that um, WWE officials want Finn Balor to the, or Pete Dunne to defend the, um, the NXT title on WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and he said, Sweet. finally, that since before... Um, Edge was clear to wrestle. Edge has been pestering him about having a run in NXT. <laughs> really? So it seems like we're going to be getting an Edge run in NXT at some point. Fucking um, hell. Wow. Because Triple H is like, yeah, I think Ed, Edge was, it sounds like Edge was like wanting even just to be like an on air character. Mm. Just, he just wanted to be around it to like kind of yeah, yeah. impart his knowledge. And this, this is what's so cool about Edge's comeback run. Like, mm. obviously, no names mentioned, but someone else who does a spear um, comes in and he kind of doesn't really, he doesn't really impart any wisdom no. on younger talent. No. He, does, he just he just kind of like bad mouths them and says that says just that it causes a stir, causes controversy yeah, where it doesn't it just need seems to be. To cause problems, upsets yeah. fans, upsets talent. Edge is like the complete opposite. It's like he wants to. He's there for all it, the right reasons. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, I remember reading about Daniel Bryan. And obviously, he wants to leave the wrestling business in a better place than it was when he got there. Yeah, which is why now in his last run, he's more he's more happy to be able to kind of make stars out off his back as opposed doing the, to doing the job. Yeah, as as opposed to like giving himself like one more title run just because mm. it, it'll boost his ego. Yeah, and Edge seems to be the same, and obviously. I say that as he's just pitched to win the Royal Rumble, and <laughs> but even even that, like that, that's just doing a feel good story. And I feel like after that, yeah. it's going to be Edge is going to be be making stars as opposed to Edge just going after that. That's yeah. that's just because storyline wise, he's got unfinished business. That actually mm. makes more sense. And that than... makes a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. Fucking hell, it's twenty twenty one, and we're talking about Edge having an NXT run. Fucking mental. If you'd have said that to me at the start of 2020, I'd have I'd have laughed in your face. <laughs> yeah. I, I say 20, it, if you if you'd have told me that just before the 2020 Royal Rumble, because obviously <laughs> it, it's it, it like the, the timing of it does line up though. Like if uh, I don't know if you watched the Edge and Christian show. Uh, I did initially, like the, the first like so, both series, they were both like always like bringing up NXT. Ed, oh, okay. Ed would always be wearing like different people from NXT's t-shirts. Nice. Um, so you you can tell like he's a he's a, been a fan of it for a long time. Mm. Obviously, that promo he did on NXT the other week, he said, "This is what got me like my passion back to yeah, for, yeah. for wrestling." Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'd be it'd be so cool. And... Good guy, Edge. Handsome um, boy, Adam. <laughs> yeah, and that that's my NXT. Uh, last oh, bit for NXT. That's a lovely one to end NXT on. Yeah, 
Should we keep it on some uh, Wednesday night news, though? Go yeah, to some All Elite Wrestling. Um, do you want to go first, or shall I? Um, we've got a few. We've got a few that kind of cross over. We have yours and mine. We have, yeah. So, I'll, I'll jump in with mine if you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fightful Select notes that Kip Sabian has been injured, and that's why he hasn't wrestled recently. Um, do we know when possibly that injury happened? Um, the last time I recall him wrestling was like end of November, maybe. Bloody hell! So he's it's been like two months. Jeez, that be, like he has he hasn't really been taking bumps, and that was a tribute to why Miro's not wrestled. The mm. the only thing I can think of, but I'm pretty sure he wrestled after that, was on Miro's debut match, which was a tag match. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he fucked up a spot and he basically just got like dropped on his head on concrete. Oh dear, good uh, concussion. So yeah, good um, while out that. Well, yeah, because he's he's not like he's not looked like he's not shown that he's been injured. He's still walking around. He's still, but even then, yeah. he he was he took a bump in um, Penelope Ford's match literally like three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Like he had Layla Hirsch moonsault onto the outside onto him and Chuck Taylor, so he's I obviously mean, like must be all right to a degree. Yeah, it's <laughs> not it can't be anything serious. Mm-hmm. But either way, hope hope for the best. He's someone I really enjoy in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is for me anyway. Like I know Big Tasting Hour maybe not so much, but for me, his presence in the ring's definitely been missed. Mm. Um, hopefully he'll be back soon. He he did he did the gabsley brain with a fucking ice bucket on. The wedding the other week, so I assume he's probably <laughs> he's probably feeling a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a Norfolk boy. He is from Goldston. Yeah. yeah. I, have you have you seen him? What he did with him, like literally, literally, for the longest time, he'd tell them different ways to say Norfolk <laughs> to try and to try and just fuck with the announcers. So, um, <laughs> he. Like he, he had them saying Norfolk, <laughs> and then they, they did a bit going. Look, I, I think I think you know, I've googled it. That's not how you're saying. You saying I don't know how to say where where I'm fr- where I'm from. <laughs> and then, no, 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 no. no. Went, you're right. It's Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> and then he, he was having them just do that on, on television, <laughs> just dropping the old the old f bombs in a <laughs> thing. Super yeah. <laughs> all around good egg, Kip Sabian. Yeah. Um, Wrestling Observer reports that all of the matches from the Japan side of the AEW women's tournament bracket were filmed at Ice Ribbon Dojo in Saitama, Japan. Uh, AEW women's champ uh, Hikaru Shida oversaw the taping. Yeah, she was there uh, tweeting that she was in Japan. Um, they're they're going to be airing all these on. YouTube, I believe, for the next couple of Mondays. So oh, we're going to be doing so something. I'm definitely going to check out. Uh, yeah, man. Like it's like an hour before Raw, I think, on a Monday okay. night. So they're yeah. going to put the four, then two, then one. I think. I think that's all the time we'll play that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll That'd be, be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Um, put some time aside to watch those. Yeah, it's it's cool. The cheetahs there as well because it obviously mm. kind of implies that one of the Japanese women are going to be coming back over with her. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they will be for the final, which I assume will be at Revolution. When um, is Revolution again? Seventh of March. Okay. 
So I would line line up yeah, if they're makes sense. doing it Over from this Monday weeks. for three weeks. Yeah. Um, they've obviously got a lot of more work to do on their side of things because they've only done one match at the time of recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it def- definitely be interesting to see what comes out of that. Mm, definitely. Uh, and my last bit of AEW news is there is apparently speculation that they could do a title change in the Young Bucks um, and Santana Ortiz match on Dynamite next week, setting up an inner circle grudge match for the belts at Revolution and possibly furthering a Young Bucks and Good Brothers feud. I would love that. Yeah? I would love that. Um, yeah, it, it feels weird. Like, a part of me would love it, part of me would be like, well... There's still unfinished business with FTR there, um, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing, I guess. Like it, it feel it feels like this whole like sort of Bullet Club New Japan things come along so fast. Mm. That one one thing that I've sort of been a little bit critical of is that previous storylines they had already going. They've kind of started put to, to the wayside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, proud and powerful are a tag team that I, I fucking love. Yeah, they're I awesome. Think, I think they're criminally underused at the moment. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd be intrigued to see where they go if they did give them the tag titles. It's, it's something that like we we talk about pretty much regularly with AW. Obviously, they've got like. A wealth of tag teams and they've got in in that they've got tag teams that like you barely see that are amazing like yeah, yeah. proud and powerful and yeah the butcher and the blade is another one that sticks out to us mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I i would actually really like that but i feel like they're probably not gonna do it Fair no one AEW, they'll probably put it on fucking mjf and jericho which would be like the worst case scenario <laughs> yeah i remember you talking the other day about it and just saying their whole style is meant to be that they don't really mesh, but then sometimes it kind of it's a bit uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, it's it's kind it's kind of like a parody of when WWE forced tag teams together, like the, yeah. even to the point where their entrance music is a mashup of MJF's entrance music and Judas, and it's awful. <laughs> it's it's like the worst thing ever, but it's like <laughs> that's the point. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it's the point. But I just I'm just coming up. Um, yeah. Can you know? Is <laughs> uh, that your last bit? That's my last bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I've just seen you, you move there. Some of yours to mine. Um, <laughs> so on Dynamite this week, um, Cody was injured with um, he apparently sort of a minor rotator cuff tear. Um, however, it should only keep him out for two to four weeks, and he's expected to be fine for his upcoming uh, tag match against. Shaquille O'Neal and Jade Cargill. Um, Jesus, is that still going ahead? <laughs> yeah, but it, it, they've they've kind of they've kind of salvaged it. Is that the word one to use? Um, Go on. <laughs> so obviously they obviously they brought in Jade Cargill, who's like the this like she's a, a women's prospect for the yeah, company. Yeah. Uh, I believe she's a homegrown talent. Okay, um, but she, she's got like a great look, like. She reminds mm. me a bit of China. Um, yeah, yeah. The way she looks. Um, 
and they've got a red velvet who's like one of their sort of um they're like up and comers as well right. so she she is basically it was meant to be cody and brandy versus shaq and jay cargill the whole point of the thing is to get jay cargill over um i see obviously they've gone the long way around for this mm. um <laughs> but now obviously brandy's pregnant they've replaced brandy with red velvet so it's a little bit more compelling because like well at least we've got two women's stars they're going to make out of this yeah 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 um, fair enough cody and I- shaq are just along for the ride as long as Cody's not fucking trying to have like a fucking epic like hour match with Shaq, I'm fucking out. At least it's not on a pay. <laughs> at least not on a pay per view. At least, yeah. Oh, I mean, based on the whole like the match Cody was actually injured in, which was him and Lee Johnson tagging. Cody seems to be sort of using this whole like nightmare family brand that he's got mm. as a way to kind of elevate younger stars within the yeah, company. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, as long as long as that trend continues, I'm, I'm okay with it. But I still, fair enough. I'd still rather not. Um, the the whole storyline was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on, um, sort of as part of that match, um, the um, Cody and Lee Johnson against Cesar Benoni and Peter Avalon on Dynamite. Uh, two things come out of it. One was that Arn Anderson revealed that Lee Johnson has now officially been signed to an AEW contra- uh, contract. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Johnson's a guy who, like, he was on Dark pretty much relatively early on in the pandemic. Right. Um, and he'd been around for ages. And he, he's obviously, like, his win-loss record is that he was, like, 0-29 until Dynamite this week. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's a... Uh, homegrown talent from QT Marshall's Monster Factory, which yeah. is where they seem to be getting like all these like all their, their sort so, of signings from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I was quite surprised he'd only just signed them this week though, because he'd, he'd been around for ages, and usually they'll have like someone come in for like sort of five or six matches on dark, mm-hmm. and then they'll like kind of assess it from there and sign them. Like sometimes they'll sign someone immediately, sometimes they'll sign them like later on yeah um the his biggest match that i'd seen prior to this was uh ben carter's aw match was against oh okay johnson on dark yeah and they absolutely tore the house down the pair of them. nice um the the other thing that come out with this was uh that brock anderson on anderson's son has had a tryout match with aw um i imagine you- he's probably already been signed yeah you, you wouldn't think he was on son would you looks nothing like him Fuck me. Um, <laughs> just stick a pair of aviators on him and that's it <laughs> yeah he looks he looks like dax harwood with hair yeah. um, who also looks like Arn looks son. like Arn anderson <laughs> um and last little bit of aw news uh danny limelight who's been like a standout on dark uh he had a match on Dynamite against Kenny Omega, I believe. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was six man like boy. He, he really shone against Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's revealed that he's got COVID nineteen. Um, well, well wishes with Danny. Hope he re- makes a speedy recovery because he's very exciting. Uh, yeah, he's doing stuff for AW and New Japan. Sweet. Um, and then that's my last. That was my last AW bit. Um. I've got nothing else, so the rest I've, of it's yours, mate. I've got three bits for the rest of the world, so let's um, let's 
crack on talking yes, about mate. forbidden doors, shall we? Um, because AEW <laughs> aren't the only one who's kicking forbidden doors down. Um, Leo Rush has unified the MLW Middleweight Championship and the AAA Cruiserweight Championship in a Ooh. in a match that I've heard, I've not seen yet, but I've heard was fantastic against Laredo Kid. Nice. Um, they're already planning a rematch uh, at a AAA show. Is Laredo um, Kid the one that uh, Omega faced at AAA Mania? Yeah. Yeah. Who kicked out of the woman angel, but we don't talk about that. Prick. Um, <laughs> what are you playing at? <laughs> kicked, kicked out at like 3.1. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you dickhead. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's um, They unified those. And Leo Rush straight after this uh, put a tweet out saying uh, Darby Allen, TJP, Hiromu Takahashi, who's next? So obviously, oh. he. He wants to unify all the sort of mid card belts. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really glad. Like Leo Rush, um, when he did get released earlier last year, mm. he he pretty much said he was retiring from wrestling. He did. Yeah, he was going to focus more on his music stuff, wasn't he? And obviously, that was a big old swerveru because he's been fucking working his ass off and he's been doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, props um, to him. He looks fucking awesome. I all follow him on power. Yeah, to Leo. Follow him on a lot of social media channels, and um, yeah, I know he, he he got into a little bit of hot water a couple of years ago with WWE, didn't he? Said a few things. I think can't remember it if it did. was when he was on NXT or if it was just after he went up. To, it was to when Raw. he got. It was when he brought him up to main roster, and the reason being was that he basically he he said that he didn't want to like basically carry people's bags and shit like that. Ah. Um. It's it's weird. It's a weird dichotomy, though. It's like the whole backstage hierarchy thing. Um, yeah. Because I I remember I remember hearing like a couple of different stories. So what one that really sticks for me was that like Alistair Black when he first like was he wasn't even called up properly. He was just touring with like the main roster. Right. And he basically made sure like the the locker room was tidy, and he he made sure like there was like walls and stuff they didn't have to do. Yeah, yeah. Because they had people to do that for them in WWE. Right. Um, and Roman came up to him and said, you don't need to do that, you belong here. Really? And, yeah. Wow. And so from me hearing that, and then to hear Leo Rush's side of it, where he was like, people were expecting him to like... Literally sort of carry bags. Basically do the same thing. It was like, yeah. well, what the fuck's going on there? Like, mm. I, I, And obviously, obviously, like, you hear one side of it and another side, and it could, mm. it literally could just be like you know what WWE like it's it's a fucking weird place. Yeah, it could yeah, just yeah, yeah. it could just be that he's come in. He's he's obviously Leo Rush. He's he's a very vocal guy. He's got it. Yeah. He doesn't hide the fact that he's got a fucking. He's got no deep, filter. A deep fat fryer full of chips on his shoulder, um, <laughs> and maybe they've done it to like try and take him down a peg. But it's like mm. it, it's like yeah, the the whole schoolyard mentality is just baffles me anyway. yeah it's weird isn't it it's bizarre um yeah. but yeah he, he's someone who is ridiculously talented and yeah I'm, he's awesome i'm made up that we're getting leo rush like yeah definitely doing this whole thing um yeah him and Hiromu takahashi and you knew japan would be fucking mental oh, him and darby yes. allen would be oh yes insane. yeah kick yes, all please. those fucking doors in kick all those forbidden doors in make it happen 
kick the fucker off its hinges. Um, <laughs> speaking of forbidden doors, uh, to a degree. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I'll do, I'll do that one last. Um, I was, I was going to do a New Japan one, but I'll do a Ring of Honor one first. Um, oh. Ring of Honor, obviously, last week you announced um, that they'd re-signed Jonathan Gresham and mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. And yep. uh, prior to that, they'd re-signed a couple of other talents as well. Uh, well, they're back at it again. They've announced the signing of uh, Kenny King, Slex. Um, Slex, who's like an Australian talent who has been stuck in Australia and his oh, contract really? expired and they've just re-signed him. Oh, um, okay. So, I mean, it's cool that they keep him employed, but at the same time, it's like, well, when's he going to get over there? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. then they've done the same thing with Session Moth Martina and we love Martina, so can't, yeah. can't be angry about that. Um, yeah, Kenny King, Slex and... Uh, also, the Ngoba Nobile faction, which is Roosh, Dragon Lee, and their father, Bestia Del Ring, who on the picture is literally dressed as Skeletor. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> so, there, there was a lot of talk that Roosh and Dragon Lee were going to be leaving uh, Ring of Honor, obviously, mm. because their contract expired in December. Um, they, they, Roosh is the Ring of Honor champion, Dragon Lee is the TV champion. Uh, it doesn't seem that that's going to be the case. Obviously, now definitely not so because they've uh, signed deals. And Roosh has been really heavily campaigning to um, wrestle Kenny Omega in AAA. Oh, really? Yeah, try and unify the uh, the Ring of Honor and AAA titles. So nice. Kick that forbidden door in. <laughs> Kick it up its hinges. Um, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of locksmiths called out by the end of this year. Putting doors oh. back on their hinges. <laughs> Fucking Tony Khan just going around with a skeleton key. Um, <laughs> and speaking of forbidden doors. Um, there you go. There's the fucking segue. There we go. There it New is. Japan. Um, so normally, I believe, if I'm getting my New Japan pay-per-views right, I'm not very good at this, um, at remembering the names. They've normally... Uh, normally this pay-per-view is called Secure Genesis. Right. But they've actually renamed it, interestingly, especially when I tell you the name of it, um, to Castle Attack. Castle Attack? Yeah. I'm going to be honest, that sounds like a Master System game. It does. I mean, it used <laughs> before it was Secure Genesis, it was called Invasion Attack. Oh. And it, it was usually like kind of... If I remember rightly, it was usually like a, a little bit cross promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they've called a castle attack, it, it makes me sound like the, it makes it sound like there's gonna be possibly some mm-hmm. shenanigans. Um oh, yeah. so th- this is kind of going in line with New Japan having a huge last weekend of this month. Um obviously the 26th of February is um John Moxley and Kenta. Uh-huh. New New Beginning USA. And then the day after, the 27th of uh, Feb, is day one of Castle Attack. The, this card, by the way, is fucking stacked. Like, yeah. both over across the two days, it's there's some fucking cool matches on this. Um, so, for day one, they've got uh, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tenzan, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. There's the United Empire of Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb, and the Great Okan. Um, Yoshihashi vs. Tangaloa. Hiroki Goto versus Tamatonga. Um, a King of Pro Wrestling 2021 match. 
uh, Toru Yanu defending against Chase Owens in a strap match. Um, Jay White versus Tomohiro Ishii. Fucking hell. And the main event, Kazuchika Okada versus Evil. Damn. And then on night two, this is where it gets real spicy. Um, <laughs> we've got Tenkozy, which is uh, Kojima and Tenzan versus mm-hmm. Jeff Cobb and Will Ospreay. Um, Yano, Ishii and Okada versus Jay White, Chase Owens and Evil. Um, IWGP tag titles match. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny versus Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. Nice. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defending the never open weight title against the Great Okan. The IG, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Hiro, Hiromu Takahashi defending against El Fantasmo, which will be a little Wrestle Kingdom rematch there. Yes, mate. You know what, Troy? It's not the only one either, mate. Main <laughs> event, IWGP Intercontinental Championship, not the double Ooh, championship. not the double championship. Just the Intercontinental. Okay. Kota Ibushi versus Tetsuya Naito. Damn. I think Naito's going to split take it. them up. Yeah, it's yes. going to happen. Yeah. yeah, That's what should happen, whether it does, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. that's what should. Um, that's but stacked. Yeah, that, that, that's going to be a good weekend of wrestling. Yeah. Um, that's at the end of this month. That's the end of this month. It's also like in the morning, so I'm probably going to try and watch Ooh. a couple of them before. Like, what day does it fall on? When's the 27th, 28th? Uh, 27th would... so. Uh, oh, it's a Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so it'll be Saturday, Sunday. Um, time and wise as well. The um, the new beginning in USA is on the Friday night, but it's like a WWE pay view because it's in the USA. Oh, okay. So that would finish at like four, so you'd be able to get get up, watch uh, Mox and Kenta kill each other, and then watch the. <laughs> but Sweet. For any UK, um, any UK listeners there, that is, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that'd be Amer- awesome. Americans, uh, sorry, you're gonna have to do what we do and just stay up through the night, aren't you? Poor sods. <laughs> oh, bless you. What a oh, <laughs> However, will you cope? Um, and yeah, that that was my final little bit of news there. Um. Awesome. I say that we've just, we've we've just we've just got some top secret secret breaking news on our um, group chat, which we're not oh, allowed we to have. say yet. Oh, we have. But I let Big Tasty reveal that in due course. Uh, just know I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let's just acknowledge the fact that you're excited. I'll I'll acknowledge it, mate. I'll acknowledge <laughs> it. Um, I, just, I just want to make you understand how excited <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> Uh, there is one last little bit of news, um, Ooh, not wrestling related, oh, but just God, related yeah. to us, like gaming wise and stuff. Um, we're looking at doing uh, a charity gaming marathon on, I believe, is it Saturday the 14th of March? 13th of March. 13th of March, that's it, yeah. Saturday the 13th of March. Um, <clears throat> we'll be posting up some more details across our various social media outlets. Um, but we'll be raising money for Leeds charities, hospitals, um, by playing as many, many games over at least six plus hours. Um, yeah. You'll be able to watch that across, again, all of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitch, uh, YouTube. So watch this space, more details to come, but it's going to be very, very exciting. Um, and we welcome 
any of our listeners, anyone that joins us on a Saturday in Games of Us, um, to be part of that as well. So watch this space. Yeah, should be very, very, very fun. Um, I've got a few ideas of stuff we might do, which I'm going to mention to uh, the lads after we are nice. recording here. Nice. Um, also, before we do go, where can people find us on social media, please, Troy? Uh, Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and on Twitter and Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod. At time of recording, uh, it's a Saturday, so this evening we will be on Twitch and Facebook streaming some games. Uh, we're not too sure what yet, usually around um, 8, 8.30. So, yeah, you get a chance, join us, check us out, drop us a follow. Um, support is always very much appreciated as we, as we make our way to affiliate status. Aaron will also be uh, doing some Sonic Adventure this afternoon once we record SmackDown. Indeed. Uh, it probably be about 2 p.m. Um, yeah. at time of recording. Um, yeah. And also we'll be keeping update, keeping you all updated with that uh, that charity stream we're doing um, through all those like sort of channels. Yeah. Um, where can I get some beer and beard care? Beer and beard. Beer and beard care. Beer, beer care because you got to care for beer. If you care for wrestling themed beer, then topropebrewing.com is the place to go. Lots of wrestling themed beer, massive variety of stuff. Um, some really, really good things on there, some tasty beverages, and lots of nice merchandise as well. So head over there. And if you want stuff for your facial fuzz or you want to buy stuff for other people's facial fuzz, head over to thatchface.com. Use the discount code TROYXL85 to get 20% off your purchase. Uh, if you spend over £40, it's free delivery. Uh, and they have a, a brilliant range of brushes, combs, balms, oils, uh, gift sets, hoodies, beanies, etc. Um, all wonderfully branded uh, by Thatchface. And proceeds from that go to Testicular Cancer UK. Great cause. Great cause. Indeed. Um Awesome. Well, that's been the news, guys. Thanks for joining us, as always. We hope to see you next week. Um, oh, also, at time recording, we'll be doing a NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day live stream tomorrow. Yes, um, boy. And the week after, Elimination Chamber, that'll be on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for joining us, guys. We will see you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.